So this is a story that I think will make most girls cringe. I call him the fake gentleman promiscuous pervert. This guy was sending me messages through Facebook, social media for a long time, like since last year. So we were communicating there through text for months and months and months, literally for a really, really long time. In the pictures and messages, he seemed pretty much everything I like in a man. He looked well-dressed, he was older, really intelligent, successful, polite. So in general, as the months passed and we talked more and more, he seemed to me like he really had his shit together. So I was thinking, oh, maybe, okay, maybe I should agree on meeting this guy. He told me about his life, that he was divorced, that he had grown kids, that he worked in the financial market, mostly from home, even before COVID. He lived in a really nice place, great neighborhood here in Miami, etc., etc., etc. So after months of going back and forth on text, I felt really good, like I almost knew him in person. Finally, when he invited me to dinner at his place, I was ready to go meet him in person. This was like a few months ago after my story with um, the Incredible Hulk. When I get there, my first impression of him was that he looked good, not really handsome because he was older and bald and everything, but he was really slim, actually a lot slimmer than he looked in his pictures, which is something I didn't really like very much because I don't like super skinny men. And he was a little shorter than I thought, but he was dressed really well. He smelled good. He did have a really nice apartment. And he set up this fabulous cheese platter for us and wine because he asked me what I like to drink. And I said wine. So when I got there, I was like really impressed. Okay, this guy's a real gentleman. Very nice. He sure seemed like it in every aspect. He opened a bottle of wine for me. We sat on the couch enjoying the cheeses. Our conversation really, really flowed. And although he seemed a little formal, I mean, I always think Americans are a little more formal in everything, especially in the way they date. I liked him. I didn't think I was going to sleep with him that first night. We were just talking and drinking wine and eating cheese and laughing. But he was very seducing. He was coming closer to me, touching my hair, touching my legs. So after a bunch of glasses of wine, I was like, okay, we were kissing. And um, when I got to the apartment, I saw he gave me a tour and I saw that he had a massage table in his bedroom. <laughs> Silly, naive me. I thought, wow, how nice. You get a lot of massages here. I must call a masseuse all the time. <laughs> So when he started ki kissing me, he was like, oh, do you want a massage? And drunk me was like, yeah, sure. Sounds great. And he said, well, you know, I'm talking about a sexual massage. And at that point, I'm like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. At the time, it really didn't cross my mind that massage table was a trap to seduce anyone that got close to him, not just me. So anyways, when he said, let's do a sensual massage, in my mind, I thought that sounds really good. That's actually one of my fantasies that I never, ever did. Nobody ever offered me a sexual massage. So I get to that table and I'm naked there and I'm drunk and the music is flowing and everything is like dim lit. I was like in heaven. Mm, this guy really knows what he's doing. He had massage oils ready to go. 
great hands, strong hands. So let's just say the experience was great. By the time we got to bed, I honestly didn't care that sex wasn't even that good. He couldn't get hard in my mind. It always really annoys me because I'm thinking men, especially at a certain age, should know what to do with their bodies. I mean, if you're going to get nervous because it's a first date, you should take some medication. If you drink and you can't get, out, get it up, maybe you shouldn't drink that much. I just get really annoyed. And I know I talk to a lot of my friends about it and they say the same thing. I have one of my best friends. When she goes out with a guy and she has this problem, she's like, come on, you know, seriously, men should know what they're doing. So when I realized he couldn't get it up, he was kissing me and touch. Da, da, da. I'm, I'm kind of like faking. Okay, I'm just going to make believe I can have an orgasm. So this guy kind of leaves me alone because I was super annoyed that his dick was like limp on our first date. I think this is unacceptable. <laughs> um, but anyways... It was nice because of the massage. So I ended up spending the night and sleeping there. I wake up in the morning and he's still the perfect gentleman. He makes me coffee. I, I left really, really early because I actually left my dog alone the whole night because I didn't think I was going to spend the night with this guy. So I wanted to make sure I get back home to my dog. So I leave really early. He walks to my me to my car and he tells me, oh, I'll call you later. Um, how about you come back? This was a Thursday. So he's like, how about since we didn't have dinner, we only had cheese and wine. How about you come back tomorrow and I'll actually cook you a really nice dinner, blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking, wow, this is really nice. Other than the lame sex and the limp dick. Well, but this is something we can fix. This guy's nice as pie. So I told him, yeah, absolutely. I'll come back the next night. So I left super happy. And the very next night, I'm back there and everything was kind of great again. Great conversation, great music, great wine. He did cook a really great dinner. Um, and again, he offers me another sensual sexual massage on his table. And again, I'm like, sure, I love men's hands. That's like the number one thing that I look at people are their hands. So if a guy has great hands and he's touching me well, I pretty much... It's okay if the rest is not that good. So we're doing like another massage. Sex was okay again, but again, he can't get it too hard. He can get it like kind of hard. And it was a little better than the first night, but I'm still thinking, oh my God, I can't believe this guy doesn't figure out how to get it up. I mean, have you ever heard of Viagra? Have you ever heard of Cialis? Have you ever heard of not drinking two, three doses of whiskey if you can't get it up if you drink? Again, I was a little annoyed, but I spent another night. It's like, oh, you're spending the night? And I'm like, yeah, because I drank again and I didn't want to drive. So Anyways, the next morning, same thing. He sends me away with leftovers, kisses, and invites me to come back two nights later for his birthday. So I'm really happy and impressed. I'm thinking, wow, this is easy because this guy's emotionally stable. This is how ethical, nice adults behave. We like each other. Um, we keep seeing each other, getting to know each other, appreciating it. That's pretty much how I think adults should behave, should try to 
maybe not be in a relationship, but that's how you get to know someone to decide if you want to be in a relationship. No pressure, no drama, no guessing. Does he want to see me? Does he not want to see me? I was super happy. So on his birthday, I do go over there and all of his close, closest friends are there and I'm super happy to meet all of them. I arrived early. I help him prepare dinner and appetizers. So I'm thinking, wow, this is really great. No mystery, no games. He makes me feel like he really wants to be with me. He told me that night, the birthday night, that his friends like me. He's being super sweet to me. Actually, as, at some point, super early, it was like maybe 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. He's kind of shushing all the friends away to leave. And I said, wow, but it's your birthday. And he's like, no, but now it's time for me to celebrate alone with you. And I really like you. So I was super impressed. <laughs> so I stay again for his birthday at that night I remember at one point I was in the kitchen helping with the appetizer or something and I noticed that the tinder messages are beeping on his phone so I was like oh my god okay this guy is kind of dating me getting to know me I'm spending one night after the other here and he's still getting messages on tinder obviously I didn't say anything but I did think it was a little odd that if we were in the middle of this something great going on, that we really liked each other, that we have this chemistry, that we're enjoying each other's companies, he's still getting these Tinder messages, but whatever. I didn't say anything. Finally, a few days later, we're back together, his place again. And he's ordering food because it's pouring rain out there. I'm feeling like super comfortable with this guy. I decide to tell him about Tinder. So I play this trick on him and I say, hey, listen, actually, one of my friends is on Tinder and she matched you. I just wanted to hear what he was going to say. We're like kissing on the couch, having a drink, fooling around. And he looks at me and is like, oh, you know, Kat, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. I mean, yeah, I was on Tinder once, but I mean, I met you and it's, it doesn't matter. I'm not anymore. Come on, let's go to the bathroom. I'll give you one of my fabulous massages. And I'm like, okay, sure, no big deal. It's just funny that my friend saw you. So we go to his bedroom, to the massage table. Now, you guys picture this. I'm completely naked on the massage table, my face down. He starts massaging my entire body with warm oils. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, he blurts out. Well, you know, what if I did match her? What's the big fucking deal? I'm a free spirit. And I'm like, still facing down on the massage table. What do you mean? And he changes like a person that I didn't even know. He starts going on and on about, I mean, I like to be free. I like to go out to different people. I like to do whatever I want. And I'm laying there on this massage table, this guy massaging me all over my body. And I'm thinking, what is he trying to tell me? So I ask him, um, are you trying to tell me you go out with seven different women while we are doing this, while we're getting to know each other? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I date whoever I want, whenever I want. I've been married. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I'm just going to do whatever I want. Yeah, I'm dating multiple people. <laughs> At this point, I get up. 
I was drunk. I was so confused. I'm naked standing there in the middle of his bedroom. I really couldn't understand what the hell that guy was saying at that moment of all moments that he was casually dating me and others at the same time. I was super, super surprised. I had the impression that he liked me, that he wanted to get to know me. It wasn't about that we were having a relationship or it was too soon or anything. It wasn't about exclusivity, but I was just so shocked that I'm seeing this guy and I'm I'm spending all this time there. I'm sleeping with him. I'm getting to know him. And I was thinking, oh my God. So I leave and I get dressed and maybe I don't come tomorrow or the night after. So maybe some other girl is going to be laying on this chair and you're doing the same thing to me and to a bunch of other girls. It was so freaking creepy. I was drunk. I was confused. He had given me like a pot muffin. So I'm like, and he was pouring buckets outside. So he tells me, no, you should stay. It's okay. So I stay. I had another drink. We end up having sex, which was actually the best sex night. That's how crazy it is. He actually managed to get hard, not super, super hard, but he actually managed to get hard and fuck me (laughs) instead of just touching me and kissing me and leaking. So I fall asleep there, and but I'm I'm having all those thoughts in my mind. I can't believe this guy is crazy. So I wake up at the crack of dawn. I put my clothes on. He gets up and he walks me to the door, and he saw my face. I was like, you know, we'll talk later. He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll talk later. But I knew it was the last time I ever saw him, and it was. He never called me. He never texted. So I waited like a week and I text him and I'm like, you know, I was really surprised at your behavior. You really didn't seem the kind of guy that would just want casual sex with one, casual sex with another one the next day, casual sex with one the next day. I really, really thought you were trying to get to know me. And then he gives me this little speech like, oh, I don't want to be told what to do. And I've been married. And I said, I wasn't telling what to do. We weren't even in a relationship or remotely in a relationship. But the, the most fun part of getting to meet somebody is exactly getting to know them, spending time with them, sleeping with them, trying to figure out how good sex can be with that person. For me to be laying in your massage table thinking that you're doing that to me and to a bunch of other women, that was such a turnoff. That was so disgusting. And you knew how I was, you knew from the beginning. It's just so promiscuous. And he pretty much didn't say anything. He didn't have any excuses. Um, We never saw each other again, obviously. In my messages, he that day he pretty much just reaffirmed more bluntly that yeah he was dating other people that he had no interest in any kind of relationship just and I was pretty much just one of the women that he wanted to see I felt so disgusted I felt grossed out um I don't think it's fair to do that because like even the relationship experts say If you want to just fuck a bunch of women, that's fine, because I know a lot of guys do, and I know a lot of women do. Just be upfront. And from even before the first date with him, he knew that that wasn't something I I would do. He knew I wasn't promiscuous. He knew I'm not the kind of girl that would just have sex with a bunch of different men. He knew everything about me. And that first night in his apartment, I told him, I said, you know, I'm not looking for casual sex. I'm not looking for a one-night stand. And he told me he wasn't either. So I think the worst of everything is how deceiving and and disturbing the whole thing is because 
All the charming food, the music, the wine, the, move, the mood wasn't planned for me to make me happy, to get to know me. Everything was pretty much just a trap that he used to lure whichever woman he decided he wanted there at that specific night. So, yeah, it turns out the phony gentleman is really just a nasty, promiscuous pervert which is something I despise. Even before COVID, it's not my style. I was sad, but I'm glad he finally told me the truth. And um, anyways, in Brazil, we have a funny expression for men that they like sex with multiple women at the same time and basically don't really care who they fuck. We say pinto no lixo. It means it has a double meaning. It's dick in a trash can. And also like um, little chicks, they love like hanging around the trash can to see if there's some food falls in their mouth. But that's all we call men like that. Pinto no lixo. They really don't care. They just want to fuck different women. So to me, needless to say, I never saw him again. I feel really sorry for the other girls that go through that massage table, the seducing massage table. And I hope that they find out as well, because I don't think it's fair to behave like that with any woman. Sad, again, he does have a daughter. And I think it's just disgusting that men that have daughters think it's okay to treat women like that. And another super funny point about this dude. When we were talking, I found out that he had an ex-girlfriend that I know vaguely. She was a lady that worked in a clothing store that I used to shop here in Miami. And I know her vaguely from social media. He told me he broke up with her because she was only street smart. She didn't have a formal education. She used to say a lot of mistakes when she spoke English. She wasn't sophisticated enough for him. And he said, well, my daughter is studying law. So if I'm pushy with my daughter to have the perfect English, I could never be with a woman like that. And I said, wow, you dated that lady for nine months and you knew you couldn't be with her? And he was like, yeah. I liked her, but I knew all along, <clears throat> sorry guys, it was wrong for me. So anyways, I broke up with her. <laughs> so the whole time I'm thinking, wow, he thinks he's so proper and he's so nice and he's so fabulous. And he broke up with this poor girl because she didn't have perfect English. Funny enough, one day I'm going through Facebook and something from him appears and he made like this hideous English mistake. Instead of writing should have done, he wrote should have done, which is the way you pronounce should have, but it's should apostrophe have, should have. And I'm thinking, oh, Mr. Smart Pants with the daughter that's going to be a lawyer that broke up with this girlfriend. You're just a freaking pervert that wants to seduce girls. And by the way, you make mistakes too. Well, what's the moral of the story? We're all humans. We all make mistakes. I think he's totally entitled to just have casual sex and fuck a bunch of chicks and seduce them on his massage table. But I think, hey, guess what? Be honest. Be upfront about it. Don't lie to do that to women. I think that's the disgusting part. That's my cattle to lose for the day. And I'll see you guys soon. Love you. Send me your feedback. <laughs>